Hi, everybody. Welcome to Heart of Wisdom podcast. Today's episode is going to be from Romans 4 and 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. Since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's room, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. So Heart of Wisdom is going to continue to do these uh, podcast episodes. I want to thank you for joining us. This is our first episode here on uh, Anchor Spotify. And we are going to continue to do weekly podcasts. And um, it is going to be something that uh, we're going to just teach about or preach about through Heart of Wisdom. And um, we're just going to release this because uh, it is going to just bless you. So today we're talking about this, a promise granted through faith. And the promise that God gave Abraham was something that according to what scripture says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as as though they did. So he's calling something to life. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as if they did. Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And the next thing it is saying here in the scripture is and not being weak in faith and that is that is where the battle comes because the bible says to fight the good fight of faith and so we persist against all doubts 
we persist and we keep believing. We believe in what Jesus is saying. We know that he is faithful to look after his word to perform it. And that is the last scripture right here. It says in 21, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And so some of us in our lives may have something that we are working toward. And, you know, we had, uh, we have, we have an adversary and he is uh, the enemy and he is putting all kinds of doubt in our minds. Doubting is going against your faith, of course, but we want to continue and persist. Well, sometimes we have to ask the Holy Spirit to help us. He will help us to believe. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will bring us back to what he gave us once. Bring it back to our remembrance. So in some way, in his way, he will bring it back to us so that we will start to believe again in the full promise so when you get a hold of the of what the holy spirit is speaking to you then everything comes back to you it is all renewed and refreshed in your mind and it will start to develop again in your mind and it is restored and restoration will come to you the bible says that he will restore those things that he has spoken to you in the past and he will restore it and give it back to you he doesn't say something that he cannot do. He doesn't give you false hope, but the adversary will come and will try to steal your promise. And he will poke and try to poke holes into your, your uh, shield of faith. We have a shield of faith and we have to fight as it says in Ephesians 6. So hold up your shield of faith. Speak God's word that goes against what the adversary is saying. So we, we call him the enemy. Um, so, so we might have something going on where we're losing, we're losing and we're doubting and losing. Well, that's going to go against everything that is supposed to be coming to you, of course, because that's where your faith is at. So when you start letting go of things from uh, your promise that you know, well, what you have to do is you have to find a scripture to speak against it. So Philippians 4, 6, 7, and 8 is speaking directly into that. Because you pray about everything. You don't worry about it. With thanksgiving and supplication, it will come to you. You got to give thanks and you got to praise. And you got to give God all of the praise. And you got to worship. You got to do it. You can fast. It may help you to fast, but God's not looking for that fast. He's really not. He's looking for a fasting that the word says is, this is what I'm asking for fasting. What I'm asking for you to do is to open the eyes of the blind and set the oppressed free. To go out and doing good, go about doing good. That's what God is asking for in the scripture in Isaiah. And, and this ministry is going to go forward like that because we want to do God's will. And the word says to go about doing good. 
And so we are going to go about doing good. This ministry is going to go forward and do what God is saying, what God wants us to do. And so, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. So the Bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. So we have to remember what we are speaking out loud. Oh boy, we could speak a lot of negative things. We may not want to speak negative, but I have to tell you, if you're speaking something negative, it's in your heart. If it's coming out of your mouth, it's from the overflow of the heart. And if it's coming out of your mouth and it's in your heart, then you have to confess it because the enemy has just gone against it too much. You have to have God restore it and the Holy Spirit will bring it back to you and bring it back to you until it's a manifested thing. So what we have to do is we have to find the scripture. So we go to the scripture and we just speak about whatever that promise was. So God's going to do it. God's going to bring it to you. So he doesn't say it if he's not going to do it. He looked after his word to perform it. As he has promised, he was also able to perform. Wow. So those are things that we have to hang on to. We have to know that we know that we know that when God gives you a promise, he is being held to his word. He is going to do what he has promised you that he would do. He can make all things happen. Things that you don't even understand. So one of the things that will really help us if we start to believe is to start to speak that promise out loud. One of the things that you can do is write it out. Write the whole promise out and speak it out. Prophesy into it. Ask the Holy Spirit to do it with you. Don't just go out and start prophesying something that you can't do. Only the Holy Spirit can do that with you. Pray about it. Pray about it. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you understanding. So, in that, I'm going to take you into something a little bit more in depth in this area. So the promise is going to be something that is just going to blow your mind, really. You're going to wonder, how is that going to happen? That is a whole lot that you just don't understand. So every little thing that will come up is a doubt, is doubting. You don't understand it. But the Bible says that his thoughts are above your thoughts. And you don't have that understanding. You can't think. You can't think it out, but he can do it because he knows the way. He has the plan. He is the way maker and the promise keeper and the miracle worker and the light in the darkness. So when you're sitting in the darkness, you have to know that Jesus is there with you and he is encouraging you in your spirit and he is going to do it if he says it. If he brought it to you, he will do it. He will get you to it. And so when you don't have that kind of belief, it will cause you to stumble. But you're not going to fall 
because you're going to rely on the Holy Spirit. Don't rely on your own understanding, but just rely on what you know the word says and keep going back to it and say it to yourself and speak it out loud. No, this is going to be a thing. God wouldn't have said it. And by the way, it's his timing. It's not your timing. And you can't work it all out for your good. Let God do it. Let him work it out for your good. He has the plan and it's a good plan. And it's one that will not harm you. According to Jeremiah 29, 11, he wrote it all out. And it is your prophetic destiny. And when God wrote it out, when Jesus wrote it out, there is nothing that can stop it. All hell, all hell can't stop. All hell can't stop it. So it's ordained by God and ask him just to ordain your steps and it will be fulfilled. It will come to pass. The manifestation will come. And all you have to do is keep believing and keep asking for it and keep believing. The Bible says, if you do not ask, you will not receive. And if you do not pray for it, of course, you're not going to receive it. So it says to ask and keep on asking. And you have to ask with a certain amount of faith. And the Bible says, if you don't ask or you ask amiss, meaning that you ask with the whole wrong, um, the idea you want to know why is it not coming? So you have this little aching thing inside of you. Why didn't that come? Why is it not coming? So you asked in the wrong way. Let's say you had something in your heart that was stopping you. So what is it going to be that it's going to stop you? It's something that is more important that you get your eyes off of Jesus and you're asking for something else. That's asking amiss because you want to get to something to get to what you want. What is your treasure in your heart? What is your heart's desire? You may think that your heart desire is just to do your ministry or just to get to whatever it is that God promised you. But if you're getting away from that and you're looking towards other things, that can hinder you. So you have to stay on track. You have to keep your life on track. You have to keep things out of your out of your life. When it starts coming up, when it starts creeping back in, you have to get it out, back out. Right away, as soon as you see something coming back in, you have to get it back out. Kick it out. Kick it out. Don't let it creep back in. It's a creepy thing. It's a creeping. It's not supposed to be in your life. So get rid of it. Ask God to take it out of your heart. Ask God to change you. And one of the most important things is to submit to the Lord. If you submit to the Lord, you resist the devil. He must flee. If he's creeping in on your life, if he is creeping in, then you have to kick him back out. So the enemy is trying to creep in and you have to say, no, 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 this is getting me off track. This is not where I wanted to go. Where I wanted to be is where God told me and don't waver from it. But if something's creeping back in, it's getting into your heart. You need to ask God. You need to confess it. 
here's a good thing. It's the anxiety about the promise. So you're having some anxiety. If anxiety is in your heart, it's a sin. So what you have to do is you have to say, no, I prayed about this. I pray about everything. Okay, so that you know that you prayed about everything. Then what? You have a mind of Christ. If you have a mind of Christ, the enemy cannot give you that. But if it's in your heart, it's going to keep coming back. So anxiety cannot keep coming back. That's where Philippians 4, 6, and 7 comes in. You say, no. Oh, no, devil. I prayed about it. And once I pray about it, you can't bring it back. So that's over with. That is complete. That is, that's null and void. There's no more to it. It has to stop. So if you're getting under spiritual attack, I have to say the spiritual attack is just to go against you, of course, but it's to stop the promise. So if you're, if you're getting into a bad warfare, what you have to do is you have to take a look at why is the warfare happening? Well, how do you know those things? How are you going to know why is it happening? You can't make things up. So one of the biggest things that you should do is have a good relationship with the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, what is this? What is happening? Why is this coming back? Where did it come from? Is there a door opening? Is there a little foothold? Does the enemy have a foothold? Is there somebody in my ministry that's not being right? Is something going on in this ministry that brought that up? What opened the door to this coming back in? We got rid of it. We repented even. Hey, listen, if you don't repent, if you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over, you're in trouble. So what you have to do is repent. So if you can't repent on your own, what do you have to do? You have to pray a prayer. You have to hold, ask the Holy Spirit, help me to repent. You are strong. Wherever I am weak, you are strong. Ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen you. We have to. We have to know that we are weak. We have been through a huge battle. We are striving to go forward. And sometimes it feels like all hell's going against you. I have to say that this is the place and the time where you should get on your knees and get or get on your face and start to worship and ask Jesus to show it to you. Let him give you a vision. Let him give you a word. Let, let, that's another thing. You should get a word, okay, of direction. <laughs> get a word of direction. So we're trying to go forward into what this is saying. And as, as we go back and we look at 17, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations according to, according to,
according to the word. So, this is what it is. So, and not the next thing in 19 is saying, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. So, why are you looking at yourself? Or why aren't you looking at yourself? So, you can look at that two different ways. If you're looking at yourself, you don't have your eyes on the cross. You're thinking that you can do something that you can't. But if you're not looking at yourself, you need the Holy Spirit to look at you and then ask him what it is that is in my way. What am I doing? So, or what am I not doing? You have to have that relationship with Christ. If you don't have a relationship with Christ, then you don't have any business doing anything in a ministry. You have to have a relationship. You have to have direction. Find somebody that you trust. Get confirmation. Make sure that you're on the right path. Make sure that you're going in the right direction. So what is saying here is in the presence of him who believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those which do not those things which do not exist as though they did. So this is what it is. What I'm saying is if, if we are speaking into our ministry, let's just say a heart of wisdom is getting started, but it hasn't gone forward yet. And I'm praying and I'm thinking I'm doing everything the right way. So I don't know. I don't understand everything right. So if it's something that he's saying, you're going to speak life into it. So we can't go walking around and mumbling and grumbling and, and groaning around. No, we cannot do that. We cannot. What we have to do is we have to speak the opposite of what we want to say. So we're not listening to the enemy. We're listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying. So we're going to speak life into heart of wisdom. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak life into the Heart of Wisdom podcast. Hello. That's going to go forward now. That's going to go forward, and an awakening is going to come. And then people are going to come to listen to the podcast. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So we're thanking Jesus right now. We're thanking the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for bringing life into this podcast and speaking new life into things that are dead. So it isn't dead. It's going to be a thing. And, and so this is something that God is calling to life. And it is a thing. And it's something that's written out for me. And it is my destiny to go forward in this podcast. And it's something that the Holy Spirit brought to me. I didn't make it up, by the way. That's the wrong thing to do. Too many people are making up their own thingy because things are going flat in their ministry. They decide what they're going to do. It is the right thing to do to partner, though. So we want partners. It is the right thing to do to ask for help. We want partners. We want people that we can trust to be partnering with us and helping us to go forward. And that brings unity in the church. So we're calling this ministry now Heart of Wisdom and this podcast to life in the name of Jesus. It will be birthed now in Jesus' name. So you're speaking into your ministry. 
So we have to find us another scripture. So call things that are not as if they are. So let's just say you have somebody in your ministry that is not exactly doing the things that they need to be doing, but you know that that is there. You know that God put that there because we are being transformed. So with our transformation, the transformation that we are going through is bringing somebody into the word because the Bible says that we are transformed by a renewal of our minds. See, we have been living in this world and the Holy Spirit changes everything. But if we're not in the word, the transformation takes too long. So we have to continue. And in that, it will be that things will, we're calling things that are not as if they are. So let's just say somebody's not obedient, call them obedient in Jesus' name. Just say, this person is so obedient. Now, in my obedience, I can only talk for 30, 30 minutes. So we're, we're about time's up right now. And I just want to thank you from Heart of Wisdom. God bless you this day. And we love you. We will be back next week. God bless you.